1: I am Dean Linke. This is Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. And today we are joined by Dean Koski, the president of the Lehigh Valley United Soccer Club. The mission statement of the Lehigh Valley United Soccer Club reads like this. The Lehigh Valley United Soccer Club has a philosophy of developing high quality soccer players who love the game, have respect for fellow players and have an appreciation for world class performances. Their president is Dean Koski, who is entering his 32nd year as the head coach of the Lehigh University men's soccer team. I got to know him way back in the early 90s when the U.S. national team under Bora Militinovich played a friendly at Lehigh. Then I got to know him a little bit better as part of the NSCAA Game of the Week on Fox Soccer. I saw him at the ECNL Coaching Symposium and AGM, and I wanted to share his story on Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. He has four boys. All four boys have either played or managed or been a part of the Lehigh University soccer team. And of course, they also pay attention to everything that is going on with the Lehigh Valley United Soccer Club already, with a boys' team in the ECNL and hoping for a girls' team in the ECNL. Dean Koski, approaching his 32nd year as the head coach at Lehigh University and the president of the Lehigh Valley United Soccer Club is our guest and we'll hear my interview with him at the ECNL coaching symposium and AGM earlier this year in Las Vegas after this message from the ECNL.
0: As the game continues to evolve in the United States, the ECNL remains the standard of excellence in youth soccer. The Elite Clubs National League has grown to include over 200 clubs and nearly 50,000 players across the country. With a robust competition platform for teams, educational resources for coaches and clubs, and unparalleled identification and development opportunities for players. Alongside its member clubs, collaborating to create a better future, the ECNL continues to raise the game every day. The ECNL is more than a league. Welcome back to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. Once again, here's Dean.
1: Welcome back to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. I'm Dean Linky. Anytime I can meet a cool Dean, I am down for it because I'm not that cool. This guy epitomizes cool talking about Dean Kosky. Am I right, you're entering your 32nd year as the head coach of the Lehigh University men's soccer team?
2: Yeah, 32 years. Uh, If you'd asked me 30 years ago if I would have been there at 32, I would have said there's no way. But yeah, I'm thrilled to still be at Lehigh.
1: And I want to remind you that when I was with the national teams, I think it was our U23 team, I can't remember, but we actually played a game
2: at Lehigh. Do you remember that? Yes, uh, and I think it was in the football stadium. It was, fact. yeah, yeah. yeah which or was maybe critical. it was the full national team, was it? It was or the full national team. Okay, yeah. so it was like
1: Alexi Lalas in the gang, maybe. Yeah, or? I think
2: so. And Bohr was the coach. Yeah, uh, and he did a clinic after, you know, at one of the nights with a bunch of little kids in my team. It was really fantastic. Well, that's awesome. And then later on, I think our relationship and friendship was
1: uh, forged when we did a Bucknow-Lehigh game as part of the NSCA Game of the Week on Fox Soccer Channel.
2: Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And that's where we first met. And uh, certainly we've maintained a, a good relationship over the years. We've stayed connected, whether it's me texting you during a broadcast or me jumping on a podcast. You've been really great of, of following my career and supporting what I'm doing.
1: Well, one of the things that uh, made it easy for me is I'm big on family. I never missed... game for my kids they both were really good basketball players um, as opposed to soccer and you were big on family and I think in fact one of the things I do remember is the game was at Buck now I'm pretty sure but you told me how you had one of those big screens in your neighborhood I called a sec I can still picture it now where not just your family but everybody was watching the game
2: what a good memory you have yeah it was uh, broadcast on the side of uh, our house by, by our neighbor and the entire neighborhood was out there watching and in fact when I got home at two o'clock in the morning, there were still some of the dads were still out there waiting for me to get home. So <laughs> maybe for a cold one or whatever. Yeah, that's yes, awesome. That's okay. for sure. All right. Well, I do
1: want to get to your family, particularly the fact that they all came up in some shape or form and played for your team. But before we do that, we're here at the ECNL Coaches Symposium and the AGM, powered by U.S. Club Soccer. And you weren't the only big-time college coach here. As Marguerite Alzasa was here. I saw Meg Nemzer. I saw Michael Neal and there's probably even more that I miss but clearly the ECNL has it going on at first it was the girls and now they're starting to make progress on the boys you clearly coach youth soccer as well with the ECNL right so tell me about your ties to the ECNL and what you think of it
2: you know I've watched ECNL grow uh, rapidly in the last four or five years as a college coach My club, Lehigh Valley United, was not yet in in the ECNL. We were in USYS, but I knew that the platform, the college pathway platform for our club was going to be ECNL, and so we applied last year, got in on the boys' side. Uh, We're applying on the girls' side this year, but certainly I think the ECNL is the best college pathway platform in the country you know the mls next does does a good job but they're still focused on trying to develop these kids to be pros where it's clear what the goal of the ucnl is and so i'm delighted that our club's involved uh i'm looking forward to our girls side getting involved as well but I i think this is the fastest growing uh youth platform uh in the country and and arguably the best We're just getting started with Dean
1: Koski, the president of the Lehigh Valley United Soccer Club and the 32-year head coach of Lehigh University men's soccer team. When we return, we'll ask Dean what he remembers about getting accepted into the ECNL. This is Breaking the Line, the ECNL Podcast.
0: Nike is a proud sponsor of ECNL Girls. Nothing can stop what we can do together to bring positive change to our communities. You can't stop sport because hashtag you can't stop our voices. Follow Nike on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter.
1: Huddle is a proud partner of Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. Huddle's powerful yet intuitive solutions make it easy for coaches and athletes to be at their best. And now, it's more affordable than ever. All ECNL clubs can get 25% off on Huddle and Huddle Assist, the game breakdown solution. Clubs of 10 teams or more can take advantage of the exclusive ECNL club package pricing. This bundle includes Huddle and Huddle Assist for every team and makes your club eligible for Huddle Focus Flex the all-new portable smart camera with full huddle integration at one affordable price. You can bring the best end-to-end performance analysis platform for soccer today. Just go to huddle.com slash pricing slash ECNL. That's huddle, H-U-D-L dot com slash pricing slash ECNL.
0: Soccer.com is proud to partner with the ECNL to support the continued development of soccer in the U.S. at the highest levels. We've been delivering quality soccer equipment and apparel to players, fans, and coaches since 1984. Living and breathing the beautiful game ourselves, our goal at Soccer.com is to inspire you to play better, cheer louder, and have more fun. Visit Soccer.com today to check out our unmatched selection of gear, expert advice, and stories of greatness at every level of the game. Welcome back to
1: this week's Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. We're visiting with the 32-year head coach of the Lehigh University men's soccer team and also the president of Lehigh Valley United Soccer Club, Dean Koski. When we went to break, we were talking about the merits of the ECNL Dean admitted that they had applied not too long ago, so Dean, we'll start with that. What do you remember about the application to get into the ECNL?
2: Our club was really excited uh, about getting in, and you know, we we weren't sure. We were a DA Academy, uh, 14 and under, for a while, and we chose not to get in the MLS next, because we weren't sure where they were headed, uh, and it didn't really align with our mission and our values, but but honestly, our the excitement that that our club experienced was, was really, surprising to me because it made me realize how much they knew uh, about this platform in ECNL. In fact, we just merged uh, officially with PA Rush out of Doastown PA, uh, which will strengthen our girl side, which will give us certainly more Uh, a stronger application for the girls ECNL.
1: So in short order, now that you've been a part of the ECNL and you've been to their events, which I'm now calling their select games and they are blowing my mind, the level of talent and the fact that even at the regional level, there are players that are playing college. Then when you do the full national select game, every player is going to a big time college. It's so much fun for me. And then to see all the college coaches, but for you in this short time, what's been the best part about being in the ECNL?
2: Boy, they feed us really well. <laughs> <laughs> they take good care of us. You know, we'll go to some of the other platforms and, and we'll get a Snickers bar where we can get three meals a day. I know there's more than that, Dean. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but look, I, the, the level of play is good. The, the organization of the tournament's good. The facilities are good. It's always nice when you can go somewhere like Florida uh, during the winter and see warm, uh, be in warm weather. But the, the overall structure and organization – is conducive to two things. One, it's conducive to players being able to perform at the highest level because of playing in a good environment on good fields, and it enables college coaches to go out and see the best players perform in a really good environment, and that's essential for us making decisions on these kids whether or not they're going to be a recruitable athlete for us.
1: Nice to visit with Dean Koski entering his 32nd year as the head coach of the Lehigh men's soccer team, a team that always does really well and produces fine young men as well. I need to know how long you've done the combo
2: where you've coached college and stayed in the youth game. How long have you been doing that, Dean? You know, this will date me, but my first, my first club experience was back in 1982, coaching Medford Strikers. And I remember uh them offering me 25 dollars an hour to train the team and that was a lot back then that was a ton back then and i how could you say no to that i was a young aspiring high school coach yeah so i've been in and out of the club game since the 1980s but once my kids were involved in in playing soccer in an effort for me to be around them i just coached them uh, in club and for the better part of 10 years i i i wore two hats as as a club coach I uh, was a head coach for U seventeen and assistant for U fourteen, just to be around my kids. and And I remember when we won the Patriot League championship in two thousand nineteen. I was in a tournament with my club coach as a club coach, and I was Friday. I had a club game. Saturday we won the championship against uh, Lafayette, and then the next morning I had to go to show up at 9 a.m. for another club game. Yeah. So uh, once my kids were out of it, I retired from the actual coaching part of it. And now I just sit on the board of, of Lehigh Valley United, and I'm thrilled to step back from the coaching part of it but i love being around the youth game well thanks for clarifying that because i feel like from what i've seen in there
1: including the agm part which i found fascinating particularly when christian lavers got up there he's such a bright man in fact their entire staff is really really bright but i mean they were on point they said what they want to do and i think for the most part, they go out and do what they're going to do. So here you are on the board. That's good for you to know, right? Because you can
2: hear that and then report it back to your coaches and everybody that's at your club. Interesting you say that. Um, uh, today I actually sent a report back to to our club and PA Rush. to said this is the things I've learned. Uh, this is where we are in the application process. Um, and it gives me a front row seat, uh, literally and figuratively, with the ECNL group to see what they're doing, what their vision is, what their initiatives are, so that I can effectively report back to to both our organizations in, in a way that there's more clarity, more certainty, and that really helps I think us be a part of this, this platform.
1: Really nice having a stamp for the ECNL from somebody that has had such a great career like Dean Koski, as I mentioned earlier, entering his 32nd year at Lehigh. He mentioned family. We're going to take a break and we're going to come back and tell you an amazing story about all the Kosky boys being a part of the Lehigh program. It's pretty cool. This is Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast.
0: ECNL Boys is partnering with Puma for the second year, driving sport forward with the leading products and the next generation of pros who wear them. Puma has proven themselves as the fastest sports brand in the world, the fastest innovation, the fastest players, and the fastest products in the game. They're the perfect partner to complement the speed and talent of our teams. In keeping with their mantra of forever faster, Puma introduces the world's fastest boot, the Ultra. The only boot engineered for speed, the Ultra combines a woven upper with a lightweight outsole for direct forward motion, speed and acceleration. It's the best in the game, designed for the best players in the game.
1: The ECNL is pleased to announce Quick Goal as the official goal provider and partner for ECNL girls and ECNL boys, a new partnership created to support the growth and development of the country's top players, clubs, and coaches. At all national events, including national playoffs and national finals, the Quick Goal Coaches Corner will provide hospitality and social space for ECNL girls, ECNL boys, and collegiate coaches. Quick Goal will also be the presenting sponsor of the national championship winning ECNL Girls and ECNL Boys Coaches of the Year and the ECNL Girls and ECNL Boys Goals of the Year. Quick Goal looks forward to helping the ECNL continue to elevate the standards of youth soccer and provide more opportunities to players on and off the field in the coming years.
0: From athletes just starting to turn heads to some of the best athletes to ever play their games, Gatorade shows that they are the proven fuel of the best. For the athletes who give everything, nothing beats Gatorade. The studied, tested, and proven fuel of the ECNL. Welcome back to Breaking
1: the Line, the ECNL podcast. We're here with the 32-year head coach of the Lehigh men's soccer team, Dean Koski. And Dean, we went to break talking about your family. And I'm just going to give you the floor because I've heard the story before, but our audience here at Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast, has not heard the story. Tell us how many kids you have, and of course we know that your wife is a key part of this as well. But break down how the entire family, in some way, shape, or form, have been a part of the program at Lehigh, right?
2: Yeah, I'm very fortunate and blessed to be able to have that experience with my kids, and still, you know, uh, a minute with one of one of the Costco boys. But we, all four boys, ended up coming to Lehigh. We had four boys in five years. Uh, I had no idea what we were thinking back then, but, <laughs> but we've, we've wrestled through it. And thank God I have a wife. She's a kindergarten teacher, and so uh, she was very supportive of my career. Name, support, please. Throw her uh, name uh, in uh, there. Lisa Kosky. Uh, yeah. And, look, she was the rock that, that kept us all together because, really, it was five boys, if you count me in that mix. And, uh, so I just, can relate. Yeah. So watching them grow up uh, and playing a lot of different sports. I did not immerse my kids into organized soccer until they were 10. You know, we... We let them play in the backyard. We let them play with the kids in the neighborhood. We even built a soccer field in our basement uh, with field turf and, and, and wall-to-wall uh, plywood so they couldn't break anything in sports class. And so we just let them play. And But once they got immersed into soccer, I thought, oh, my gosh, you know, what if they're good enough to play at Lehigh and, or want to be a part of Lehigh? My oldest son, Alec, uh, wasn't good enough to be recruited by a Division One program, but he really wanted to come to Lehigh he was a student manager coach for four years Uh, Trevor came in the next year and uh, was an integral part of the program by the time he was a junior Spencer came in the following year and was on the team and then Blake came in after Alc had graduated so at one point we had three guys three of my sons on the team and the year that we won the championship in 2019 Alec was a manager Trevor was an integral player on the team, a junior, and all-league player. Spencer wasn't playing but on the team. And we won a Patriot championship with my three sons was something I would have never dreamed of. And particularly against Lafayette on a home field in front of 2,000 people, it was certainly for me a, a, a highlight of my career.
1: I think to be fair, even without a championship, you know, I had two boys. One was a senior, one was a freshman, and they got to play varsity basketball for one year. I'll be at the freshman a little bit of bit time, but they were on the court at the same time. And for me, seeing Linky and Linky, and they weren't a Patriot League championship team, but they were my boys playing together, and they still talk about it to this day. I think that's what's going to happen to the Koski
2: family forever. I I, I hope so. I, you know, there were times when they would do introductions before the game, and they'd be introducing <laughs> Three of my sons and me and the coaches would be like, how many koskis are there for this? Thing? Uh, but, yeah, it, it was really fun f- to see that and experience that. And Blake is our youngest who's still at high; He's a junior and has two more years of eligibility. And so they're not out yet. Yeah, I'll, I'll be thrilled when they're all out and graduated. But, but it's been great to have them part of the program and great to be able to coach him at this level. I
1: always find when people are in their sweet spot, it kind of creates this Benjamin Button effect where there's so much joy, you almost keep getting younger and enjoying it. Maybe because your family is there, that adds to it, but are you in that
2: sweet spot, Dean, or are you looking off into the horizon right now? Great question. No, I I think I'm in that sweet spot. I, I think that the pandemic, uh, gave all of us a little bit of pause to to take a good look at what we're doing and and why we're doing it and for me it was the perfect time for me to step back and honestly after You know pretty much a year of landscaping. I realized I wasn't ready to retire like I wasn't well, anywhere close to retiring mm-hmm. and so if I, And I and and my wife and kids don't want me around the house either That was clear when we were all stuck in on our uh, computer so Look, I like to keep coaching for as long as I can. You know, I don't know how many more years I'll stay at Lehigh, but I'm not ready to retire. And I certainly can see myself getting into the pro game game as an assistant down the road. But, you know, right now I'm really enjoying my time at Lehigh. And I want to see my youngest through and then I'll take it year by year. But I still have the passion, the energy, the enthusiasm. Uh, love this, love recruiting, love all the things that go with my job, so I hope I can keep doing it. When you think about the first 31, now going into the
1: 32, is there one particular memory that stands out, or is it just about
2: producing fine young men? For me, it's always been about producing fine young men and, and making sure that, that my, I keep reminding myself of my role, is to help these 18-year-old boys. Graduate in four years as hopefully twenty two twenty three year old young men who have a better idea of what they want to do for their life. so I would tell you when I first started coaching, I was coaching the human doing how, what they could do as an athlete, and in the last fifteen years, i think i 've come to the realization that I got to coach a human being who they are as young men and and reach them at a very different level than than probably I did in my first first half of my career so yeah I'm, I'm all about helping them grow and develop to figure out what they want to do later in life and so I feel like I've got 30 sons in that program and and that's one of the things I love about my job
1: another question that will challenge your brain power here particularly thinking back and I always ask it at the risk of maybe you miss somebody but somebody along the way and some buddies along the way, which is improper English, helped Dean Kosky become Dean Kosky. When you sit back and reflect, particularly in this business where I think mentors and sharing information is so important, who are some of those people that helped Dean Kosky become uh, such a great coach?
2: You know, from the very first uh, class I had come in, Michael Ben. Uh, who I coach at club soccer in Medford, New Jersey. He was a captain for me there, and then he came into my program and was a captain for me at Lehigh State as a coach at Lehigh, followed the coaching career pathway, and um, and went to EC, uh, ECU for a while, and then he ended up at Westchester, my alma mater. Hmm. Uh, took his team to the national championship game uh, five years ago, six years ago. So I'm coaching his alma mater. Uh, he's coaching my alma mater, but... but Mike, Michael's always had a great influence on me, and I think I've had a great influence on him. So that's back to 1993, and every four years there seems to be one player that just kind of comes in and and it just catches your attention. And I can't tell you how many guys now we have in the coaching world. Jordi Schiffatelli is at Harvard University as assistant coach, played for me. Uh, John O'Reilly is at University uh, Green Bay. Uh, and so... We've got a bunch of coaches in the college ranks and in the club ranks, and it's just been fun for me to, to see them grow into a Lehigh degree, growing into coaching. I love it. Wait, is the Westchester you went to the same one that the godfather, Jerry Yagley, went to? Is yes. The- wow. Yes, yes. No way. Coached by the same coach, uh, Mel Lorback, and uh, Jerry was a couple years behind me. No. Ahead of me, <laughs> yeah, the legend. He'll appreciate that, yeah, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he, he's a legend there. <laughs> that they don't have my statue at uh, Westchester. I'm sure they has has uh, his statue there. But yeah, uh, Westchester was a great place for me to play. You know, look, they were a national championship team in the 60s, and I came on the tail end of that, but that would be the only Division I program that I was good enough to play at, and I was very fortunate to go there. All right, as we wrap up our time here, knowing that uh, you're in the youth
1: game, and now you're on a board level, which is pretty fascinating, and you're here at the ECNL Coaches Symposium, and I know you have to recruit from multiple platforms, but when you hear those four letters, ECNL, what comes to mind, Dean?
2: it's it's the only platform right now that is completely committed to the college pathway for kids they're not they're not delusional about yeah we want to create pros or they're just hyper focused on making sure that we we as a a club or in all the clubs here understand that we want to get these kids ready to go play college because there's a college for every kid and if we stay focused on that ECNL stays focused on that they will if they haven't already surpassed the, the best, the the second uh, club in 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 the country. And I think that they they have a niche that nobody else has right now. Thanks for sharing that from one dean to yep. another. Thanks for being with me, Dean Kosky. Always a pleasure.
1: Indeed, it is always a pleasure to spend time with Dean Kosky. And how about the story of his four boys with his Lehigh University soccer team? Just incredible. And I want to thank all the great people at the ECNL, especially those that made it so great at the ECNL Coaching Symposium and AGM, where I hope you all believe that listen to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. You've enjoyed these evergreen interviews. We've got a couple more coming to you next month as well with Dr. Missy Price and Lou Cobbs. You've got that to look forward to. I want to thank Andrea Wheeler and her entire gang, Christian Lavers, Jason Cutney. Doug Bracken, Ralph Richard, all the great people at the ECNL. But most importantly, I want to thank you, the members of the ECNL, and a shout-out to our producer, Colin Thrash for each and every one of them and all of you. I'm Dean Linke. We'll see you in two weeks for another edition of Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast.
0: Thanks for listening to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. For more information on the ECNL, visit us at www theecnl.com. And if you have a suggestion for the show or a great idea for a guest, please email us at info theecnl.com. Breaking the line, the ECNL podcast is an ECNL production. ECNL, more than a league.